I, I guess he can't fix what he doesn't know. Mm. Doesn't exist, you know. So if he has no idea that something's wrong, then he mm. can't fix it, you know. So it's a it's a bit like um what um I like what Cliff Harvey said in, in your episode, um, Yash, about um being present in the moment. Mm. You know, that was his, his big takeaway message was really about um being present and so if you are present and tuned in to what you're doing in every moment and in a marriage, if you're present and tuned into, you know, that time with your wife, then um, it would be hard for things to, to get past you. You know, you'll be able to pick up when she's grumpy and you know, or, or something. Something mm. you've missed an anniversary or something. But um, <laughs> you know, but but I think you know when when things change in a marriage, as in children are introduced to a marriage, or you know, um, maybe a change in job or a change in finances, any of those kind of things that you know that change your normal, you have to be really aware that. Of what else that changes you know what's the ripple effect of those kind of things because mm. often you'll see that your especially with kids when they come along is that your wife will tend to um you know tend to the kids a lot more because they're babies you know and so mm. where it used to be just you and your husband all of a sudden your time is now split Shared. Yep. and and to be honest for me that was one of my biggest things because i was like bro you're an adult like deal with it you know like whereas these kids are babies mm. they need to be fed they're crying there's so much going on with mm. them and but i guess I didn't see until later that actually for me that was my bad as a wife because I wasn't nurturing the relationship with my husband which was there first you know mm. and you don't know this stuff until you've come through it and look back and and you know like um, like you said was to uh, reflect back on what you did and what your bad was you know what what you um how you contributed to the you know the demise mm. of the marriage or whatever but um yeah it's definitely if you stay in tune to what's happening with your partner and, and nurture that marriage, then you'll pick mm. up on what's wrong. Yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to another episode of EOTC, MC of the Clip. My name is Cam, and this podcast is brought to you by the West West Network. Brought to you by West West Net. Now, this episode is part two of a chat I had with three other podcasters from the network. Ria from Afghast Scoop, the Guru of Gains from Zealous State of Mind podcast, and Gio Giovanni from the Assessment podcast. So if you heard last week's episode, we were, we were talking about the COVID vaccines in Auckland. And then straight away, we talked about the topic of the wars. So... That was off the back of episode 25 of, of Augustus Group um, to blend and then some where they had the two husbands from the blended families episode a couple episodes back. But um, yeah, man, we, we just carried on our chat and just talked about the subject of divorce, little um, opinions on divorce and how to not get to that point or or the current state of divorce in, in New Zealand. So yeah, man, pretty interesting topic. And I hope you guys enjoy this chat. All right, let's go. <laughs> yeah, from one positive topic to divorce, another positive topic. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so we had our uh, our latest podcast was uh, episode was uh, episode twenty five, blended and then some, where we it was uh, a follow up from episode twenty one. So episode twenty one, we had. Um, a couple of ladies on who run a blog, a family blog about blended families. 
And on this latest episode, we had their husbands, uh, the, the husband and the partners on. Um, yeah. And we talked. <laughs> and this one was about. So, again, we've been like really trying to push for um, engaging with the listeners because at the end of the day, there's no point in us talking if we're not talking about what they want to talk, you know, what they want to hear. So mm. we've um, been putting out, um, you know, on our stories and posts, like, what do you want to hear about? And the, the, the most interesting ones are the ones that come through private message, you know? Like the... <laughs> you know, it's a serious one. If it's they don't, want, the they don't like... want everyone to see their rude <laughs> yeah. questions. Like, hey. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, and it's always like, it's always um, funny to see those ones come through. But yeah, so uh, it, we did a, a short follow-up about the blended family situation because it was weird because those two guys, one, like one of them's going out with the other one's ex, you know, and, and they get along. And so that's what that was about. Um, and then the, because there were five of us on the podcast, you know, us three from Afghasi Scoop and the two boys, and um, we went on the subject of divorce because four of us are divorced, you know, on the, so four out of the five of us that were on the panel were, were divorced. And so... It was another topic that comes through the private messages as well, but the listeners are brutal with their questions. Like you know, and, and we we want we want them to we want to ask, and it's really up to the the guests whether or not they answer. But they tend to. So um, you know, one of the ones that came up, which I thought was, oh man, these I don't know if these guys are going to answer it. Was um, when things got tough in your marriage, did did you get the wandering eye? You know, so we're basically asking them if they if they were like looking elsewhere while they were married, um, and then followed on with, did you follow through with it? So we asked if they cheated on their wives, you know, um, and they answered. So it's it's uh, whether or not it was truthful or not is 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 uh, <laughs> not up to me to say. But you know, um, yeah, it's I like that um, we get to ask these. You know, we get to ask what the listeners are. Oh man, and the, and the messages and that come want. through afterwards, say eh? after it's released, it's like, oh, are you sure? Like, yeah. lies. Like, I don't know, man. We just asked the questions. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. One one thing that was interesting for me on, on that podcast was your stat on the percentage of divorce, divorce? in mm. New Zealand. I think it's it's higher in the United States, fifty percent, forty to fifty. But in New Zealand, it's seven percent. Seven point six or something. Yeah. Seven point six, which is yeah. equates to like eight thousand or six thousand a year. Yeah, yeah. Which is I, is really high. Yeah. If you think about it, yeah. It is high. I think I think the one that got me was how many kids are affected by it. You know, because it was I think it was like nearly six thousand kids or something that mm. are affected by divorce. That was just last year, and so you, you think about you know often as adults in, in, in a marriage you, you kind of just think about you know you two and stuff um you know how it, how it affects you but the number of kids that are being affected by it um is even higher you know mm. like because of how many and then then those kids go off into um you know their own relationships and do they carry some of that stuff with them so it is it is a mm. it's a sad statistic compared to america yeah it's not huge but um Man, America's stat was sad. Forty to fifty percent of marriages end up in divorce. I'm like, <laughs> that's no surprise there. Ah. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that it's a it's a tough topic, eh? Because everyone knows someone who's divorced. Mm. You know, uh, for me, it's the 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 one that I want to know mostly because I'm really nosy <laughs> is uh, why did they get divorced? You know, mm. I think it's some. It's sometimes it's not as straightforward as listen, we fell out of love. You know, disconnected. It's usually something a lot more spicier. You know. <laughs> So, but, but it's, it's, um, yeah, 
We we did ask that question um, in the in the episode was you know what are the main reasons why people get divorced mm. and um, uh, we 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 said a few things so one of them was because the um, it's not as sacred as it used to be and uh, you know it's a, it's quite easy to do it now unfortunately and we shared our own experience a couple mm. uh, two of us actually just had to print off papers off the internet and fill it in ourselves and and that's how we got divorced you know and and have it signed so. What's that website that they went and printed? So I can block it from anyone. I think think the point there, Ria, is that when people go into marriage, they don't, don't, no one thinks about getting divorced. No. But because of the fact that how easy it is when when it gets to that point, you know, it's a simple Mm. download from the internet and sign and give it and, and send it in. Yeah. The, you know, people that do experience that, now they've got, now that now they know how easy it is to get a divorce, it's yeah. easy to sp- spread the word. Yeah. If, if things are going wrong yeah. with their friends' relationships or other relationships, yeah. they say, once you get divorced, it's so easy. Just and there's this. no it's, stigma it's attached to it either. Like, you know, there's no, no one's like going, oh my God, they're divorced. You know, nobody's doing mm. that. It's like, oh my God, you're married. You're still married. Like, that's the surprise now, you know? It's like, it's Congratulations, weird. Congratulations, you've made <laughs> it. <laughs> well, should, yeah. should it be harder? That that's a question that, that jumps to me immediately. Why it why is it so easy to apply for a divorce? Is it because there's so many people wanting to do it now, or someone just said, "Fuck, it's so hard to do it. Let's just make it easier because you can print out a, a page and sign it." Like, do because I haven't gone through it. So when you do it, do you need lawyers involved? Is it a little bit more than just a paper, or do you literally no. sign? So we literally had no lawyers, um, and so if because we had kids, you just had to have an agreement on the children. So right. um, at which which we didn't even need lawyers for that either. It mm. was basically you make an affidavit to say, oh yeah, the kids will be here and here. They're split, okay. you know, whatever, um, and, and that's it. So when you go for a divorce, they just look at. Um, the kids welfare like you know who's mm. who's gonna look after as long as that is done they don't even look at the assets and stuff that can come later like in mm. the settlement but um for the divorce itself it really is just about mm. if you can both sign it then it yeah. it's done you know yeah mm. Jeez. i think it's i think it's the new age the <clears throat> new era where it's going from the harden up type of stage and a lot more freedom you know people can yeah, and then the thing of walking away from like Christ and that as well, because that was like a big thing, mm. the church and religion and how important marriage is. But because people are falling away from the faith or sort of not believing as much these days, there's no there's no reason to hold on, you know, like because that was sort of like a big part of why people mm. would hold on because of the the vow meant more because of the, the God and that, you know. Whereas mm. now it's like we just break up, but we break up. There's not there's mm. no accountability in a way so because yeah, i've been through a divorce i got married uh early like i think it was like 23 or something 21 and uh yes yeah, it, it definitely rocks your world and too young and mm. my wife at the time i'm remarried now for the listener who doesn't know uh cheated on me but like <laughs> when i think back it was i wouldn't just blame her like it was me like i was too obsessed with my own career and trying to build up uh, gym and things like that so mm. you know they, they look around because of a reason you know because i yeah. wasn't mm. engaging in her enough and her interest and what her needs and stuff like that so i don't mm. fully blame her you know what i mean it's yeah. definitely 
I probably encourage that. If I was, then it probably wouldn't have went down <coughs> that route type of thing. So I took it as a learning curve and a growth curve. But I, I, I couldn't picture being divorced, you know. That was because mm. I'm, I'm a Christian and that, like, that's an ultimate learner. So that just, mm. I, I really, I, it was pretty much anything I could get through unless she cheated on me. Like anything else was all good, but she cheated on me, so that was it. Yeah, and and that was a big thing too. Is infidelity yeah. is a huge mm. reason why people, um, you know, why people marriages break up and stuff. And it was interesting with the questions that came through from the listeners about um, how did your parents take it. So they actually asked us girls that for our um, episode twenty four our mm. q a that was one of the questions that came through for us girls um was how did your parents take the divorce and then it came through for the boys from somebody else and mm. so it kind of makes you think are there people sitting out there thinking about wanting to get divorced <laughs> but they're, they're worried about what their parents are going to think and, and that's a real thing because in our culture mm. um which we shared was that actually uh, you know my grandmother took it quite badly because it mm. was you know it's not a done thing in, in, in um, Samoan cultures so uh, in any pacific island culture i think and, and very we're um you know a, a mm. christian family as well so it is um that that thing still sits as well as that kind of um... yeah it's a big no no way and it, it, it's a difficult one because on one side from the christian point of view you kind of think you, you could work through anything you know mm. if, yeah, if you guys yeah, work sure. through it together but then on the other side of things especially if you know of someone going through a very uh like a lot of domestic violence you know that's where you kind of like, oh, do you do you t keep telling them to stay in the marriage and and continue that? No, you know, mm. because of your beliefs, or yeah. do you look at a situation like that and think, I, you need to get out, <laughs> you know, mm. which goes completely against you know our our, our cultural norms, mm. you know. Yeah. I mean, put aside That's... the even the Christian side of things, you know, usually for Pacific Islanders, as soon as you you find someone and you get married, that's kind of that's your lot. You know, mm. you kind of need to stick with it. So, yeah. That's a tough one, like, because you know, I haven't been in that situation, obviously. Um, so I don't, I want to speak to it a little bit, but not too much because I haven't mm. experienced it. But from my perspective is that if I'm being abused or, or, or you know, abusing my wife, the thing is to show love through that and then in turn, hopefully turn them around. But it doesn't always work. But that's sort of my thought about it that to show the love of Christ, you know, and persevere, and then your relationship will become stronger from it, mm. you know, through, through persevering through something, you know, but if I'm resistant to it, then we're not really getting anywhere. But I, again, I haven't been through it, but mm. that's just sort of my thought. Like if you can love someone and then try to help them through it, when you come out the other side, you know, that bond's just going to be, you know, way do, more Do stronger. you guys think people can change when you sort of, uh, say you get with someone get married do you think that things will change as they as you guys grow older together or do you think kind of whoever you are when you started the relationship that's kind of it i, th I think it's human nature that people change out of the 7.6 percent that are divorced what percentage of that were married real young no, like is there a stat like that because you know like life skills i think is a is, is a major or, or lack of a major cause of of divorce especially when you get married real young like mm. you haven't even gone and and seen the world yeah. and and when that happens you know you you change as a person along the way so it might be a factor to what happens at the end of your your marriage if you do get married young but 
Yeah. Mm. Uh, what I, I would what I would like to know within that statistic, like how much of it is arranged marriages, mm. or out of you know um, people who have a baby early and are yeah. a shotgun weddings, shall we say? Yeah. You know, I, I, w- I would be interested to find out because that would make sense to me. You know, mm. you rush into something that you haven't really thought out, then you know, there's always going to be bumps along the way. Mm. So that'll be interesting to find out. I mean, that that's a big statistic though for New Zealand, mm. and that's pretty surprising too. I think um, people, uh, you know, people quit too early, to be honest, like, and, and yeah. not accountable. Like, they won't own up that they were they were partly wrong. You know, that oh, my partner did this and that, but not really look at what they did to contribute to the relationship not working out. You know, if you can look and be like, oh, okay, I can see why they did this because I was this way. They just, most people like sort of just blame and quit. And, you know, you see that in general in, in people's lives. They quit things a lot. They're not really... They don't have that thick skin to, to work through, not just relationships, but in other pursuits in their life. So I think that can be, um, you know, a part of it. You know, there's a broad, broad thing, but I think that's, um, that plays a big part in it in these days. Mm. You know, people move on to the next thing easy these days and all sorts of stuff, mm. nutrition, training, jobs, studies. Mm. They quit their studies easy. Oh, I just quit my relationship easy. You know, they don't, they don't have that thing to work through it. Yeah, it was one of the things the boys mentioned too, is that there are a lot more options. It's like, you know, you start putting out there that there are problems in your relationship, all of a sudden, all of a sudden your DMs are like blowing up like, hey, <laughs> so, <Wow. laughs> there's, right. and, and that's social media, right? Just how mm. accessible you are to other people. And, and yes, true. you know, it's just, it's so easy. And, you know, cheating isn't just a physical cheating anymore. It's like, you know, you start texting somebody else and telling somebody else, oh, you know, my wife's being a bit of a pain in the ass, you know, that kind of stuff. And then, you know, or you have like, start having an emotional kind of bond with somebody else. I mean, that's all mm. cheating. And sometimes that stuff like sneaks up on you and it becomes something else without you even realizing it. And then it's too hard to go back. Yeah, I, th- I think the it's going to be harder for ladies moving forward because, like you said, with the options of the guys, and we're a little bit more, I don't know, guys seem a little bit more <laughs> cutless, you know, and women seem a little bit more solid in a way, you know, like just with all the, you yeah, the options and easily. <laughs> you reckon? As, it's, Man. Before, you know, you could, you'd have to go out somewhere to, to sort of see someone, but now it's just like get on your phone and it's a quick text or message or, you know, it's a lot more easier. For, and I think guys, like, want to explore. They generally, like, females seem to want a lifelong partner generally, like, more quicker than guys. And guys sort of want to fish around a little bit more. And, um, yeah, I think I might challenge you a little bit forward. on that. Yeah, <laughs> I, might, I might challenge you a little bit on that. I, I think it might be the other way around these days. I think all these years of, of uh, women fighting for independence has now come back and now they're they are more into sort of like weighing out their options. I find a lot more dudes, mind you, this is anecdotal, right? This is me, just the people that I know. Most of them are looking to settle down, you know? And even and even prior to that, they weren't really out there on the hunt. You know, they, they were kind of looking for someone to settle down with. Well, as on the other side of the fence, fucking whores. You know, <laughs> all over the place. So, so I, this, that's just me and, and, and what I've seen. And and you know, fuck it, more power to them. You know, if that's what they want to do, that's that's those those, those, are those choices, and they've fought for those rights. You know, um, but man, I, I think it, it's it's totally different. This, and, and listen, I'm I haven't been through a divorce, so I may be speaking out of turn. But from what I have seen, 
I find that the men take it a lot more harder. Mm. You know, that this may be just me. I mean, listen, um, what I can speak to is, is men, the mental health side of things, right? And so when I look at people, and, and I work crisis from now and then, so that's like people who are not in our service, who are going through a very, very difficult time, and they reach out to mental health services. So we are the first protocol that sort of assess and deal with that. A lot of the times, the men that call up, it's coming from a divorce, mm. you know, coming from a relationship breakup. Not a lot do I hear calls or referrals come through of women who are saying, my husband's left me, I'm going to kill myself. Mm. It, it's completely the opposite, you know. So so I, I might just sort of, in a way, kind of like look at it, look at things. And I think men now are sort of getting, well, they're fucked in, in a lot of ways. <laughs> You know, because I think a lot of the times and it could be their upbringing, it could be what they've noticed or what they've experienced, but they we don't seem to be equipped to deal with quite serious emotional trauma like that. Mm. You know, I think, I think they're a little bit more. It's a new generation. So I think they're a little bit softer. And <laughs> that's, that's a think, good point. You may be true. Yeah, 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 for sure. I, and I think like ladies, you know, the girls that I've dated and my wife and they have like a family to fall back on, like mom and dad are there for them. Like, you're not going to go tell your parents as a guy, like, not as much. You know, it's harder to, but to lean on a stranger is more comfortable to call a helpline mm. or someone else. So, you know, like, I don't want to really go tell them. Mm. You know, it can be a bit harder sometimes as a guy to pour out your heart to someone, like your family. Mm. But to, to a stranger, you might be like, all right, I'll do that. But I think for a female, like my, my, um, my wife now and like the girls I've dated in the past, like they're, they get anything from their parents, you know, mm. like at a heartbeat. Like they, so they feel comfortable. Mm. I never felt like that, you know. It's always like, oh, I've got to ask. Point. I really don't want mm. you, and it's really hard, but you know, I'll only do it if I have to. And yeah, that's what I see. I just think the yeah. So it's a bit of those two combos that I see. Well, it's the only point. female on the panel. I would like to say. That. Yeah, represent sister. <laughs> <laughs> My mom ain't gonna be jack for me, you know. <laughs> Let's why am I making it Jack? I was like, the reason why I've been taking so hard, all right? Um, because... <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think uh, I, there's a couple of things. I think because women actually have processed the divorce or the separation long before the actual thing happens, you know? So, like, I knew, like, if a few years before we actually finished that, oh, things aren't looking good, you know? And then you try so hard, and actually, I think, um, I was probably broken down a hell of a lot more before um, the actual divorce day, you know, before the day we separated. So mm. we process, and, and, and with women, especially having children, we have to process a lot faster because mm. we have to look after the children. Generally, it, the, the kids end up with the woman, um, and they have to process a lot faster. You've got a lot more decisions to make, so you can't sit there, uh, you know, being mm. sad about it and stuff because you've got shit to do, you know? Mm. Um, and and also too um i think sometimes with the, the reason why men um don't cope with it so well after is because they didn't know it was coming you know the, mm. the, they kind of like have blinders on going oh yeah everything's all rosy and meanwhile their wife is mm. crying in the corner for the last two years you know and they haven't picked up on that <laughs> that subtle hint that yeah. something's wrong um and i think too there's kind of a I don't know if it was for, for culturally for for our one was that you know there was that kind of oh she'll never leave you know she's mm. she's a good taking good, it for granted yeah she's a good Samoan girl you know she's Christian blah blah she'll just stay and you know be a good wife and so when it does happen it's like oh, I'm sorry like you know yeah. like, what, what, what uh, just happened I, you know? 
I can uh, I can attest to. I think you're right on the money, because that happened to me pretty much. Mm. Like my wife had uh, left me mentally. Uh, mm. I didn't even know, and then like then I found out, mm. and we were trying to, and she, well, I was trying to work it out. I was trying everything, and like yeah. she already checked out. Yeah. She was already, and I was like, oh shit, like this has been going on for a while. I was just mm. too caught up in my own world, mm. you know, doing my own mm. thing. Like we were hanging out and everything, but my focus wasn't on her. And yeah, you're mm. right. She she checked mm. out. I don't know how long, but yeah. For quite a while, and then it was too late to mend it. Mm. I think that example, Yash, is probably a typical, <laughs> a typical reason why divorces happen, because well, because you know, like, are, are we not communicating anymore? Are, 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 <laughs> no, no, we're not. I mean, are, are we leaving it? Because, because when I think about it, like, you're not talking about the the problems that happen. You got to address these problems right at the beginning, like, so it doesn't snowball. And I think what happens is that no one's talking about these things. The the husband and wife are not talking about little problems that snowball at the end mm. like it might, it might take five years or four years but at mm. the end of it all you know if you don't talk about it it will mm. explode and then during that time if you don't talk about it certain resentment happens mm. and that resentment is the one that will destroy the marriage at the end yeah. mm. that's the yeah. knife in the back eh? The yeah. <laughs> mm. I, I got when, a question when... oh sorry oh you go yes you go yes i'll ask my question well, after when when after my failed marriage, I was like, okay, I'm going to look at this. Look, like, what am I doing wrong? What have I got to do going forward? And I thought, okay, so my faith is my main thing. So I got to find, like the church would always say, find someone in the church, someone in the faith. So then that's what I set out for, someone in the faith in the church. We had the same values. Mm -hmm. And then the next thing I wanted someone, I don't think this is for everybody, but I think the values it is, but just my values are different to everyone else's. But if you can get someone with the same values, so the faith was number one. I had to find a woman that had the same, I had the faith. And then we, we had, uh, she's full time, one of half someone. So we had the same culture. So there was an understanding. And those were sort of the two top things I had. And then everything else I wasn't too fussed with because I felt like the faith, we understand that we have to work this out no matter what. You know? mm -hmm. But if I had a, a lady that didn't believe, she would be like, this is optional. Mm -hmm. But my wife knows, like, we have to do this, you know, just mm -hmm. because of our faith and what we believe in. Like, we have no option. Mm -hmm. We, You know what I mean? Like, and I feel yeah. comfortable in that. She does as well. She knows that I'll do everything mm -hmm. I can. And she knows as well. So I think values is very key. You have to have, um, mm -hmm. at, you know, a couple of the main ones. You're not going to agree on everything. It's, it's you know, never perfect. But if you can have a couple of the key values that you have in your life, you know, aligned, then I think it will be pr pretty successful from there because you know what what you what you're talking about now you experience what you experience and then you found out for yourself what you need right yeah. i think the problem is that no one knows that in the beginning right. like if, if you're young and you're just going out there and you're just having a relationship next minute you're having the kids without yeah. having those without thinking about your own needs in terms of values in that mm. yeah. like i think that has to happen first before you jump yeah. in because because you think about it, if you if you if you want to get married like that that's the that's it if you want to keep it sacred and that that's the rest of your life yeah. so you got to make it work right but no one thinks about that yeah. you know and um i think you gotta understand that before you jump into it like you gotta understand everything that comes with it and i think with even with having kids having kids is, is, is a big deal and I, I don't think a lot of people understand how big a deal is it yeah. uh, how big a deal it is you know, unless your parents gone through it and you learn from your parents, so that that's another thing too. Like, like if 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 your parents are still are still, if if you got parents that are still together, you know, you could learn from them how, how what they went through. 
why they stayed you know yeah sorry just one more thing to add quickly yeah cam like with my first wife just quickly we we didn't have uh she wasn't a believer and i think uh that was just where i went wrong i didn't listen to my family in the church and then look what happened so just yeah just a quick thing to point out there to go along with what cam said yeah i didn't listen i didn't listen same like thing, people man. said, don't do it, don't do it. And I did it, and then look what happened. And then yeah. now I've, I've, I listened, and it's going well. So yeah. if, there, if anyone's going to take any message away from this episode, it's listen to your family. <laughs> when they say no, no, it, it, it's probably for good reason. So, sorry, my, my question, I, and I totally forgot, uh, is Ford the only uh, female on this uh, on this episode? And, and, and it, it, I just want to know. Um, and... Uh, uh, it could be a personal perspective or, or, you know, I guess what I'm looking for, a female perspective. You kind of talked about, you know, uh, the wife kind of checked out months, probably even years prior to the divorce. And that's kind of what allows them to cope. I, th- I think a lot of other stuff helped too, right? You know, you have good support systems, you know, you're able to, women are much more better talking about their feelings and expressing mm. themselves to help cope with all these things. Mm. Um, but what I want to talk about or what I want to ask is, during that time, you know, when you kind of reach that point, you know, I'm done. This is this kind of, you know, I don't think there's anything further. Is there anything that the man can do in between that time to bring it all back? Or mm-hmm. is there a certain stage where it's like for women, you know, is this it? No, it doesn't matter what you do. doesn't matter what you bring to the table now. Is it over? Mm. I, I guess he can't fix what he doesn't know doesn't exist you know so if he has no idea that something's wrong then he Mm. can't fix it you know so it's a it's a bit like um what um i like what cliff harvey said in in your episode um yash about um being present in the moment Mm. you know that was his his big takeaway message was really about um being present and so if you are present and tuned into what you're doing in every moment and in a marriage if you're present and tuned into you know that time with your wife then um, it would be hard for things to, to get past you. You know, you'll be able to pick up when she's grumpy and you know, or, or something. Something mm. you've missed an anniversary or something. But um, <laughs> you know, but but I think you know when when things change in a marriage, as in children are introduced to a marriage, or you know, um, maybe a change in job or a change in finances, any of those kind of things that you know that change your normal, you have to be really aware that. Of what else that changes you know what's the ripple effect of those kind of things because mm-hmm. often you'll see that your especially with kids when they come along is that your wife will tend to um you know tend to the kids a lot more because they're babies you know and so mm-hmm. where it used to be just you and your husband all of a sudden your time is now split Shared. Yep. and and to be honest for me that was one of my biggest things because i was like bro you're an adult like deal with it you know like whereas these kids are babies mm-hmm. they need to be fed they're crying there's so much going on with them mm-hmm. and but i guess i didn't see until later that actually for me that was my bad as a wife because i wasn't nurturing the relationship with my husband which was there first you know mm-hmm. and you don't know this stuff until you've come through it and looked back and and you know like um, like you said was to uh, reflect back on what you did and what your bad was you know what what you um how you contributed to the you know the demise mm-hmm. of the marriage or whatever but um yeah it's definitely if you stay in tune to what's happening with your partner and, and nurture that marriage, then you'll pick mm. up on what's wrong. But I didn't talk a lot. I didn't tell him what was wrong. Um, part of it was because communication was bad, but it was um, like he was quite a strong voiced man. So 
Mm. I felt when I would talk, um, you know, I can go to my girlfriends and and cry on their shoulder and they'll sit there and go, oh my God, you know, blah, blah, mm. blah. And like, listen, if I did that to my husband, he'll be like, what's wrong with you? Why are you getting so emotional? Why is it, you know, and so, and so then you stop talking. Mm. And so if I can't come to you and tell you what's wrong and you hear what I'm saying, then I'm going to stop coming to you. Mm. And then a year later, we're going to get divorced because, you know, <laughs> yeah and i guess that's where the disconnect comes from eh? you yeah. guys stop sharing stuff and you kind of drift apart in that way yeah 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 does it yeah. also help if men were mind readers w would that help oh. a lot yeah but you don't want to know what's going on in our minds <laughs> no no, no. Oh, selective, selective mind reading you know no, yeah no, that's that's a fair point and, and i think that that speaks a lot to uh, i guess men in a way right is that we for we we are taught to just kind of bear it and grin it Mm. You know, I think for me, I mean, I, I base a lot of my relationship on what I see with my parents who, mm. who are still together. And my mom makes all the decisions and my dad goes to work and then kind of does that. Right. Because they're very yeah. old school. That's very how, how they do things. Um, they, they, they communicate, you know, um, but I don't think to the level as what people are trying to do nowadays, you know, more in depth, more sort of like um, emotional on, on, a, on a deeper level. And I think that's... I guess men in um, my generation um, find very difficult a lot of the times, you know, and and, I, and I'm guilty of that too, you know. I'm, I don't, which, which you guys will find this really weird to 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 hear. As someone who works in mental health, I find it very difficult to deal with emotions, <laughs> you know, my own personal emotions. Mm -hmm. So I think, in, in a way, it benefits because I'm able to. I don't know if it's a skill or a disorder, but I'm able to cut myself off from emotions and look at things without any judgment, without any sort of issue. The bad thing about that is, is that I, I can withdraw quite easily, mm. you know, from a low situation. And I think a lot of men find that as well. Whenever we run into anything stressful or anything that doesn't kind of fit our, our perspective or what we want, we can easily cut that off, you know? And I guess for women, it's very different for them. They want to talk about it. They want to hash it out. They want to get to the bottom of it and, and have that emotional discussion, not emotional discussion, but, you know, mm. have that discussion and, and shared understanding. And, um, yeah, that, that's a very, um, and I guess that, that's what I wanted to know, you know, is there a point in, in that sort of difficult period? Because every, everyone goes through it, I mm. feel. You know, everyone's going to go through a, a patch in, in, in the relationship, whether married or whether or not, where things become very difficult and it could be the make or break mm. aspect of your relationship. So, at, and I guess... There, I guess there probably isn't a straightforward answer to this, but mm. that at some point there there is no going back. Eh? There's a certain line for, because I yeah. guess for men as well, there's a certain line that once once your wife crosses that, that's it, you're done. Mm. You know, yeah. um, and I guess for women, it, it's also the same. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, and it's I think the weird thing about our marriage is that there was no domestic violence there was no infidelity or anything like that mm. and so which just shows how strong the emotional stuff was you know how how, mm. the, how strong the disconnect was because um he and i get it's been 11 11 years now since we divorced but he and i get along so well now like you know we're just mm. like I, I can go to him for anything and and stuff and 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 it's a, such a good relationship now, but I could never go back to him you know yeah. <laughs> like that yeah. that stuff's not there but it's more um you know going through and, and understanding actually he is a good dude you know but you don't mm. i didn't appreciate any of that stuff i mean i i absolutely did while i was in it but there's so much mm. resentment that happens and you know uh, like towards the end that mm. it is really hard to get the love back and i was 
when when it came time to the, the separation i was like literally stone cold like there was no going back you know uh, i was just such a hard nut that it was um and it was it was literally like separate for two years and straight away as soon as the two years is up divorce because that's the period you have to wait you know mm. and um it would and and it, yeah it was just really difficult because i had already you know and it's not till way later that you can have these conversations and mm. and look back and reflect and go oh actually mm. that was you know I, I gave up too easily mm. and you know and he is a, and he is a great guy he's a, and he's um you know got a really good heart and um and i and the thing is i still love him you know but mm. not in love with him to the you know where you could be married again or, or even have a relationship mm. but when, when he's the father of your kids as well that that has to play into it there's always well. going to be so that connection there it, there always, has to yeah. be for the kids you know so yeah there was a part on your podcast Ria, where um uh, alifa talked about how you know there was that separation part but they tried to mm, go back tra- for the kids go back for the kids and it, yeah he, they, he, he said it wasn't really in the right mind the second after, time yeah the second time it was about what three years he said three years three so, years, so yeah so it's the same sort of thing eh? That is, because with Alifa, he said that he had, you know, so they split up the first time and then he moved on, you know, so he had actually started going out with someone else. Um, and then his ex-wife comes back and says, oh, well, you know, this this is, and I can only say that it was his version. We haven't heard the other version, but because um, there's always two. Uh, so he said, you know, they try to get back together for the kids three years later. But the second time he wasn't fully into into it you know so it didn't work and they end up getting divorced um Mm. and and that's that whole because you've seen what else is out there you know and and i guess there's still a part of the hurt as well like Mm. oh you know um because as much as you don't want to think about it um if you're split up and you know you've kind of moved on when you come back together you can't help but think who you're who you're you know who he's been with while you've been split up you know, you, there's that whole thing of if you try to go back together and you're walking through the mall and he looks at this girl, you're kind of going, did you hook up with her when we were split? <laughs> you know, that's, that stuff plays on your mind, you know. Yeah. So it's really, really hard to go you're back. So I guess, the, yeah, if you can try and work on it before any of that happens. But, yeah, the, the mm. best thing, advice, I think, was what Cliff Harvey said, was just to really be present in the moment and, and um, you know, Oh, I thought you were about to say don't get married, but uh, yeah. but yes, well, I guess being present be is also is, is also a, a good one too. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think you 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 grow together. You know, mm. you grow at different rates and understand mm. each other, and you grow as a person. And sometimes you are present more times than others, and it shifts from career and kids and your own relationship. There's n- never all of them are at a hundred percent, you know, and it shifts. Yeah. Mm. And I think it's it's key to try to like understand that as well. Like my wife's into her design and stuff like that now. So I'm not going to expect her to be And then Like when we first had our kids, you know, it's, it's mainly like you say, Maria, the focus went on the kids and I, my, the bro Montel, he was on a podcast and he was talking about this. Like he felt left out because everybody messaged him saying like how's mom and baby but he felt like he wasn't getting any love and the time that he used to spend with his missus you know sort of gone mm. and then so it can go that way where the guy feels left out as well and then mm. um being i think i've seen this quite a bit where the guy because you know when you're with your girlfriend or fiance or wife you know you, you're quite you're together you spend a lot of quality time 
you yeah, you're intimate and stuff. Then when you have a baby and like all that sort of goes out the window for a bit. And like it sounds pretty shallow, but the guys like feel like where's the love, you know, like where where's for where's my time? You know? And and uh, yeah, it sounds selfish, but it, it definitely crosses your mind, you know? Mm. It's not like mm. something that is to be just dismissed as nothing. Mm. And I think um because 'cause it is, you know, more the the mother and the baby. Mm. at that time um, you don't want to speak up or you don't want to say too much but it's still important to see how how dad is sort of thing mm. and and see how they are and then you know it was obviously looking after uh your wife and your kids mm. and stuff like that but yeah th- like we just went out the other like recently after ages i can't remember how long it was and like it was so good just being with my wife we just i think we just got the, you know it's lockdown so we can't really do much we got some takeout and watch some shows and stuff mm. And with you know, one my brother that looked after the kids f- for the night, and mm. man, it was awesome, eh? Like you forget because yeah, there's so much of your time mm. and focus does go on the kids, mm. and you, mm. I can see how people do grow apart because mm. of work and the kids and you know getting into, into school and not whatnot mm. and stuff like that. Mm. So yeah, you definitely have to be present and try to make time for your own relationship. Mm. Mm. You have to like you have to like sacrifice somewhere you know in in the schedule you have to just you have to make it happen what mm. i found from my fails <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's definitely a juggling act mm. yeah but you learn yeah. from those moments though don't you mm. yeah. you know and that's i guess that's the main point is that when you go through difficult situations like that the best thing you can get out of it is, is life lessons yeah and apply it for the next round mm. no there's gonna be next round or anything like that but you know next <laughs> next <laughs> ding, ding. <laughs> But, but you know what I mean. You know, you you apply those life lessons, yeah. and then then to make things work. Yeah. You know. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I think but, men have it hard, though. Eh? I think men have it hard on the yeah. during divorces because no one really because right. no one really cares about us when yeah. divorces happen. <laughs> Everyone cares about the wife. You know. Yeah. But you know, that's mostly what? men's fault anyway. I, I, that's actually <laughs> part of my my self talk. Like when things aren't going well, I'm like, bro, like no one cares. You got to get over it. Like, honestly, that's what, I, that's what I tell myself. I'm like, get over it, man. You got. You know, you, no one's going to hold your hand or whatever. Like, your wife's tired and she's doing her own thing. The kids, they can't do anything for mm. you yet. They're too mm. young. Like, you just got, you know, that's what no, I tell I'm, myself. And I'm then the I shake it off and go, yeah. I'm exactly the same. No one's going to, my mom, my, my mom's not going to do anything. My, you know? my life motto is fuck it. That, that is honestly, that is honestly it. When, when I come to like a very hard decision about anything, fuck it. I'll just do it. I'll just I'll just yeah. move forward, you know? Yeah, yeah, Whether moving yeah. forward is the correct or incorrect way, I, I I believe you have to try and move forward, you know? Yeah. So, like I said, my life motto was fuck it. Let's get yeah. it done. You know, one thing that's good about the law um, when it comes to divorce is, is it's built around um, the kids. Mm. Like, the law doesn't give a fuck about the parents. They just, <laughs> it, it's built around getting the kids. Yeah. Um, are the kids sorted? Are the kids mm. sorted out? Are, are mm. they right? And, I think a lot of when it comes if you if you're in a bad divorce, there's a lot of that parents trying to, you know, use the kids. I hate that. Ooh. Yeah. You know, that's one of that's a yeah. big I, problem that's going on. I'll tell you a story about what happened when we when we separated is that we you know, we, we, we try to go to um to sort out the kids and stuff, we went to counselling and at the at the time that and I hope he doesn't mind me sharing this at the time when we split because it was so raw he didn't see the kids for quite a bit because he was quite you know angry about it like I said it was kind Mm. of like a blind side so he you know and he was so processing his anger and stuff so he didn't see the kids 
my thing was because I've got two boys, I really wanted him to see them. So I actually went to um, to go through custody to try and get um, a, an arrangement where he would have the kids certain times. Now, the the way it worked at the time is if we go to counselling or whatever, I go separately, he goes separately, um, and we got to the point where he didn't go, and they, the the counsellor or the lawyer or whatever she was said to me that if he doesn't show up to the next one, that um, I would get full custody of the kids, and if he wanted to see the kids, he would have to apply for visitation. Yeah. And I was like, what the, f what is that? You know, that's, mm. that, that's not the whole point of this thing, and so... I, at that point, I dropped the case because I was like, that that's not why I'm trying to get, I don't want full custody of the kids. Mm. I want, I mean, not in that way, but it's like I, I, the whole point of this process is so that both the parents can be in the kid's life and especially being boys, they need their father, mm. you know, so I want to try and um, I want him to see them and I don't want him to have to jump through legal hoops to go and, you know, to see him because it's not right because at the end of the day, we are adults and they're children, so we have to we have to make a choice for them. Um, and he's not a bad person; like he's, he was an abusive person or anything, and he loved his kids, but he was hurt, you know. Mm. So it's more understanding that as an adult, that the right thing for you to do is for your kids, and that would be to try and make it so that the kids, you know, that he can be in the kids' life. And I mean, right now, my my oldest son is fifteen, and he now lives with them. You know, he mm. he just moved in with him this year, and so it's like. I couldn't have done that had we had we had this fight you know it's like yep. we have to build this trust and all of it is for the kids at the end of the day so if you can make mm. a decision as a divorced couple for the purpose of your children and from your children's eyes then i think it's a lot um, it could work out a lot better instead of using them as a pawn um you know between to win over your ex-husband or mm. you know it's a they're not an asset that you get in a settlement you know it's nothing <laughs> you shouldn't not. use them like that so it's and it's i really I, I, I find it really hard when mums do that because at the end of the day it's the kids that suffer from that and that and that's mm. horrible because you end up getting really broken kids mm. Mm. yes women can be very mean too <laughs> <laughs> no they can honestly they can <laughs> yeah but 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 they're hurting too you know because yeah. i guess you know, when you hear a lot of these issues, a lot of it has to do with the husband would have cheated or did something quite bad towards yeah. her and they want to hurt men yeah. they want to hurt their husband in the worst way possible and yeah. how else can you hurt a father by using the kids against him yeah. you know and, and vice versa you know i'm sure there's a lot of husbands that do the exact same thing you know who mm. apply for full custody so the mum can't have any contact or mm. have to apply through the courts to have you know visitation rights or anything like mm. that people are fucked man you know i think <laughs> i think it, i think it I think it, I'm glad to hear that there's been, you know, um, situations where there's been, you know, both parties are agreeable to sort of work, 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 work with it, you know, mm. meaning like, mm. you know, the, the divorce was, was amicable, mm. you know, but then you hear majority of, I've heard a majority of it has been very messy, yeah. you know, maybe it's just the people I know. I need to start cutting out <laughs> people out of my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like. I can speak to this a bit, you know, coming from a divorce and I'm the youngest of five to a single mother. We all, from as far as I know, had different fathers. I think maybe two of them had the same father. So I think I, I just wanted to say, like, for people who are listening, if like, don't use that as an excuse to give up. You know, your parents split up. It's still mm. your own life. you got to mm. get on with it. And you still got choices to make and don't use that as a crutch. Mm. to mm. to 
for, you know, bend over and fall over and give up on life or use it as an excuse later, yeah. all five of us turned out fine. Uh, I know mm -hmm. it's different for everyone, and uh, we carry it, and you you got you got to get on with it. There's going to be things in life that happen. You lose people, you have mm -hmm. hard times, whatever. Mm -hmm. But you can't. You, people may use it as an excuse too much to me. You, yes, I'm not saying it doesn't hurt or it doesn't mm -hmm. affect. Yeah. I don't say it definitely does, but you you still can get on with it and mm -hmm. uh, use it as a way to. Mm -hmm fuel you drive you yeah mm. yeah move forward type of thing so i just and for me you know what i mean a faith like uh, they, they they won't sell this in media and that but you got to pray and read the word and look to the mm. lord to give you guidance and strength and it worked for me and uh mm. you know our five siblings so um yeah it's it's definitely more mm. powerful than anything you can read in a book or hear from an expert mm. it, it, it mm. won't uh, make sense but it works you know and i'm a testament mm. to that coming mm. from single mom she's got schizophrenia as well she got it when i was maybe eight or nine and so you have a schizophrenia mom looking after kids and mm. and mm. you know we're all fine and then i had a failed divorce but you know i've got a beautiful uh wife now and two kids and you know i don't mm. i don't think about that at all mm. about not really knowing my dad Mm. Uh, you could, mm. i don't know you just get on, you just gotta get on get with on it don't use it as an excuse man get on with mm. it Something I agree. Up. I agree with that statement. I think at the end of the day, the people that I see, regardless of, of the supports and stuff that you put in place for them, the things that you give a person, at the end of the day, they have to make that decision that they want to move forward, right? That they want to. And I guess I also agree, you know, Yash, what you say. I think people's destinies are in their own hands. You know, I think if you want it bad enough, you need to go for it, you know? Um, no one's going to give you shit in life. You know, yeah. no one's going to give you anything um, for free unless you're, you know, a white person who has rich parents. <laughs> um, but I'm not even hating on them, too. You know, I'm not even hating on them, too. But I mean, life is hard as it is, right? You don't want to make it harder on yourself by kind of just allowing shit to just pile up on you, you know? Mm. And I think people underestimate how, how strong they actually are, you know? And unless you put that to the test, you'll never know. Yeah, I agree, man. Nice guys. Well, how uh, how inspirational. <laughs> <laughs> Where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> I, I felt I felt like this. <laughs> nah, I felt like this urge that I, I was like, I have to say this. Go let the podcast finish without saying it because I'm sick and tired of people letting the uh, having that excuse, letting mm. their mummy daddy issues, uh, letting them hold it back. Yeah, hold I'm glad you said it. So. Yeah. I'm glad you said it. I'm sick and tired of hearing it. Hey, just, hey. Well, you yeah, should go for politics. You should go for <laughs> politics. <laughs> okay, we'll yeah. end up. We'll end up the podcast. But I just want to go around each each of you guys and just give a little short advice on on what you think um, to, to tell someone when they're going into to tell a couple going into a marriage how to sustain it or how to you know what, what what's your last words on that. Don't do it. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, uh, should I start? Should I start? Yep. Uh, advice, 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 advice. Mine would possibly be go into it open-minded. I think you should always try keep your personal identity uh, as, as a major part of, of what you bring to the table. Um, but I think... At the end of the day, you never know until you try. So like I said earlier, fuck it. Do it. <laughs> you never know. 
You yeah. never know. You might be the last married couple on earth. <laughs> Fuck it. Just give it a go. Yeah. I, I know a lot of people who got married, have kids, and successfully, like at a young age, I know a lot of people have, but more probably more haven't. So I would say, like, like, wait till maybe like 25, like they go out, really get to know each other, like have time together, get to be, yeah, be present. And because once you, if you have a family, like, I mean, that's, a, I'm assuming if you do have a family, you know, it sort of shifts for a time. So just enjoy each other, really know each other, grow, learn. I mean, we, we got married pretty quick because of, being Christian, we we were too lustful in our. <laughs> if we can, if we can resist, if we can resist, <laughs> if we can resist, uh, I suggest resist. You know, really just take your time, like get to know their family, your family, because you're gonna hang out, you're gonna go to barbecues, birthdays, and just really enjoy that time of you and them, and then you know, tie the knot, and you'd be a bit more mature, a bit more settled than that. So, and then the last thing is. It's just to have the values aligned. Um, not everything, but the, the couple of main things. Yeah, mm. that's me. Mm. Um, mine is uh, don't ignore the red flags. Uh, <laughs> so if it don't, you can't change it when you're in it, don't even don't even think that oh, I'll get into it and it'll be fine afterwards. If they're there at that time, just either work through it before you get married or don't get married. Um, and uh, I, once you are married and stuff, just don't stop talking. Like you know, just keep the lines of communication open. Um, and and really stay present and, uh, and and watch for those changes that happen. Um, you know those the, the the kids and all of that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, and and also don't yeah don't give up too easily. Um, just make sure you you fight for it if it's right. Although uh, um, if if there is a physical for physical abuse, that that is a total deal breaker. Uh, faith or not, I, I couldn't. <laughs> so that that's just uh, my personal thing. If um, if there is that kind of thing that which should have come up in the red flags, by the way, so you shouldn't have got married in the first place. So, <laughs> so yeah, that's me. <laughs> I believe that marriage is something that, as an individual and as a partner, when when you get married, it's a start of building your your castle, and that needs to be throughout your course of the marriage. That needs to be nurtured and and built upon but you you gotta know from the start if that this is if this is the the right person you want to do that with and you know you can you, you can live your life when you're young you can go see the world and get all that out of the way and so you know you realize what kind of person you you want to be with and if you find that person along that way and you know you you get married and you start that journey then it's a good thing so i think it's all about the percentages like you have to think <laughs> you know, but you know, it's just me. Like I think it's all about the percentages. Is this the person I want to be with? Is this the person I can grow with? And is this the person I can communicate with? You gotta establish that from the start. You, you have to know that from the start. And I think not only you, but your partner as well. So to reduce divorce rates, I think people just need to start at the beginning and start from themselves. That's really yeah. good advice, James. <laughs> start with yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Use that as the outro for this episode. Okay? We've just we've solved divorces. Okay, I feel like we've solved divorces in this in this episode. We've solved the vaccine mandate. We've solved the nutrition side of things. I mean, this is a, you know, an hour and a bit, almost two hours. We've achieved a lot. Good job. I think I'm gonna separate it, make it two episodes. Yeah, I think there's uh, a lot of content. Scene and divorce. Yeah. <laughs>
That's <laughs> <laughs> no, good. It's an hour each, so you know. Yeah. It's good, mm. it's good timing. Perfect timing. Hey, thanks guys for jumping on. I had fun. Awesome. No, me too. Thanks guys, it was good fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gonna? Can you uh, email me that divorce uh, web? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Just DM it to me, please. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Alright guys, sweet. You guys have a good week, eh? Yep, yeah, you yeah, too, yeah, man. You too. Thanks, See you guys. Thanks. See you guys. Bye. Thank you. Bye.